my name is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 162 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode Wholesome Direct 2022 and Demo Impressions. But I want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and leave a comment, let me know what you think of the show, or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Again, you can drop me a line there, write me an email, a question, comment, or if there's a game you want me to review, I can do that there. You can also uh, subscribe to the podcast in your Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and all the episodes as of this recording. Well, right shortly after this recording, all the past audio will be on YouTube. So if that's your preferred place to listen to the podcast, please go there and listen to the podcast. Like, subscribe on YouTube, all that kind of stuff. I just wanted to make the podcast available for whoever wanted to listen to it, however you want to listen to it. Sometimes I listen to stuff in the background on YouTube all the time while I'm looking stuff up, you know, anything. So yeah, um, I did this last year. I covered the Wholesome Direct. Um, I believe it was like episode 102 or something like that. Anyway, um, my uh, ledger crashed that I had up right before I recorded this. I tried to bring it back up. But I did cover this last year, and there was a couple of demos that I pulled out of that. Uh, Button City, I remember I played and really enjoyed, and Terra uh, Nil. I hope I'm producing that, pronouncing that right. Strangely enough, this Wholesome Direct this year was hosted by... That's not the strange part. Um, <laughs> it was Strangely enough, Terra Nil was actually the um, first game they shut off, and they said, yep, please wishlist it. There's a demo available, which I did last time. I played the demo and really enjoyed it. Um, so it started off again. I thought, oh man, they're going to show a release date, and they didn't. I really enjoyed that demo, and when they showed the footage again, I really want to play Terra Nail. So I made sure it was still wishlist, and I'm still waiting uh, for that game to come out. In fact, when I went to make sure it was still wishlisted today, uh, the developers were actually playing the game, so you could watch the developers play through. I watched for a few minutes, but um, I wanted to get to the new demos in it. But just to give you guys a rundown, the Wholesome Direct was hosted by... Uh, Jenny Windham, Mary Kish, and Josh Boykin. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I hope I didn't screw that up. I tried to take notes and write down a couple times and listen to it, so hopefully I didn't offend anybody. Um, they, yeah, I'm just going to go over a lot of the games. Uh, my wife watched it with me, and we noticed a lot of the games, which is fine, were based kind of off, off the Animal Crossing model of building up a village and growing crops and talking to villagers, which happened to be cute ador- or adorable creatures. Or it was like the Stardew Valley of, you know, uh, that Animal Crossing is more... Uh, it, it's kind of the same flavor, except Animal Crossing does more interior design, I think, than Stardew Valley, uh, if I remember right. The little bit my wife's played, like, 200 hours of Stardew Valley. I played, like, 20... Um, I like that it's a nice chill game. I like doing all the other activities. I know in those games, a lot of the coolness comes from getting to know people in town and romancing people. I don't want to be bothered with that. I just went off and started fishing in Sturdy Valley. Uh, my wife, uh, I make fun of her all the time because Jojo Mart in Sturdy Valley is the big bad, the kind of like the Amazon equivalent. But um, she turned her farms into a Jojo Mart subsidiary. And every time I look at her new farm, uh, it, it's like the, you know, there's the irrigation all over. Everything's perfectly lined. Uh, things are, I think you can get people to work for you. Or anyway, she's got it. Anyway, that's kind of a tangent. I will say a lot of these games were kind of inspired by that, which is totally fine. I'm just going to go run down a few of the games that I thought were pretty cool when I was watching the Direct. Um, uh, there was a Mika and the Witch's Mountain, which is kind of a mail delivery one where you're... If I remember right, there was two witch games. I tried to take notes, but again, there was two of them. 
uh, you're on a broom, and I, I think you deliver mail that way, which is kind of neat. Um, there's one called Ugasagi Shima, which I hope I'm saying that right. You kind of decorate an abandoned island, which I thought was kind of neat. There was something on last year's direct called um, A Walk with uh, Yaya, which has got these like Game Boy-style graphics. Again, they showed it off in the last direct. There is no demo of it. But you basically just take your grandma for a walk and make sure she's all right. You, you know, navigate her around town. You say hello to people. One thing that I thought was really adorable in this direct, which they did last time, which they did again, was the developer said, here's my grandma, my yaya. And she said, hi, everybody. And I think they were speaking uh, some European language. I'm not sure, maybe Polish or something or Romanian. Uh, but she said, "Thank you know, he's like, yeah, I developed this game because I, I do like taking my grandma for a walk. And here's my grandma. And she said hello. And they did that again. He's like, let's show you another trailer from the game. Uh, I didn't see a release date because I would have written it down. But um, still looking forward to that. I still made sure that was wishlisted. Again, they do say in this direct, wishlisting does actually help these games kind of bubble to the top of whatever algorithm uh, YouTube or uh, Steam, probably YouTube as well, but Steam uses to aggregate whatever it does i'm not a algorithm guy i could if i was more tech focused i could probably tell you everything that was happening with algorithms but but i don't know but uh yeah if you you hear anything about this the good news is if you just type in wholesome games 2022 uh it's like the i think the second google hit down they have thumbnails for every game that was in the direct and if you click on it it'll go right to the steam page or right to the store page there's one called the frog's journey um i hope i'm saying that right um, frog story. There again. There was a lot of animals in straight. There was two. One of them was uh, in Kickstarter, and you're like a frog that has two legs, and you're hopping, like not even hopping. You're like running around. You have a satchel, and it looked like this really interesting, like turn-based battle system. I'm not even into turn-based battles, but that one really stuck out to me. I would definitely recommend, um, you know checking that one out uh, a chicken story kind of the same thing but with a chicken but again you have a satchel the thumb art is adorable and uh, there wasn't a demo but I think you can um, wishlist that as well um, how to say goodbye now this is one I actually played um, so I'll just talk about it now um, how to say goodbye is a ghost story I believe it's a French developer um, I'll get the development information uh, probably when I play the real game because I will cover it. Uh, I'm going to take a note right here. But the demo was good. It's this really kind of low-poly abstract art. Uh, you are main character that is involved in a car wreck. I did write all this down. Hang on. I'm just going to go right here. How to Say Goodbye. Um, your name is Sendel. Uh, you are a new ghost. You are involved in a car wreck. And uh, what happens is you're looking for your brother, Tommy. Um, and it seems like uh, you died much later than Tommy did, but when you go to the next scene, it's basically a puzzle game. When you go to the next scene, he says something about, oh, this is the last time I saw my brother. So I don't know if it's the last time, because you died in a car wreck, it's the last time you saw your brother, or your brother also died, because it, it's, it's alluded to that your brother is also in the afterlife. I only played the demo for about 20 minutes. Basically what it is is uh, imagine a grid on the ground, but the grid is... Each square of the grid is grounded, and if you move your mouse on one line of the grid, it slides. So, like, tumblers in place, I guess would be a good way to describe it. So it is a puzzle where it's like, oh, I have to move this down and slide my guy down to this axis, and then slide him over to the glowing tile that is the exit that goes to a door. 
Um, and they do other things with, like, get the key over to you. So you have to stand in one place, move the tiles forward like a conveyor belt, move them down, get the key to you, click on the key, then move over to the exit. And they get more and more dramatic. Uh, your brother does make an appearance in the demo that I played. The music is, like, really, really, really um, great. It's like this lo-fi jazz beat. And, again, you know, something called How to Say Goodbye. I'm going to cover it for the podcast because it's about death. And they even give you a warning in the beginning saying, we're going to talk about death and dying and grief. Just to let you know, it'll be out front. And, um, you know, it's just good. It was, it was uh, from what I played, the the puzzles were clever enough to, like, not be overwhelming, but not be, like, really simple. Of course, the first couple ones were. Again, I only played 20 minutes because I instantly wishlisted it. And I can't wait to play it. I think it's coming out uh, in September or Q4. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, that's called How to Say Goodbye um, by, I believe, a French developer. But again, all these tiles are up in the Wholesome Games uh, website. So if you go there, it's like three quarters of the way down. Click on it. It takes you right to the Steam store and many of the things. Um, you can wishlist it from there and stuff like that. Let's see what else I got here. <sighs> Excuse me. Um, uh, a lot. Oh, Coffee Talk Episode 2 was another one that kind of hit me. It's based in Seattle. I remember there was Coffee Shop, and I didn't know it was episodic, but this is Episode 2 that's coming out. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, it didn't have a release date. But it's cool that it's in Seattle. It's like an 8-bit like um, dating sim, kind of. But people always chat. You can make coffee. People come in and chat to you, stuff like that. Like a little adventure thing. Um, looks good. I'm going to try it out uh, when that comes out. Um, let's see what else. There was one called Potion Permit, and that was the other demo that I played. It was, um, I took notes. Uh, you have a character created in the beginning. It's like a 16-bit, like, high gloss. Uh, like, really good. Uh, there's only, there's partial controller support listed in the same things. I played it with a keyboard. You move on the left side with WASDA, and on the right side, you hit JK and whatever. And it just felt kind of awkward, like I was typing and not playing. So I think... Um, I might try the demo again, but plug in a controller and see, you know, maybe I can sit back a little bit and uh, relax and have a good time playing it. But there's a character creator. Uh, you're going to Moonbury Island. You're taking a train to a bridge. So you'll cross a bridge and be in the island. Um, you are one of the, um, from the medical association, people on the island are sick, a few of them, and uh, the mayor's daughter is sick, especially. Uh, you have to go there and prove yourself. And apparently, uh, the one thing that I thought that, I know it's a demo and it was a little slow, was there's a lot of exposition in the beginning. You know, I thought uh, I would get a little bit more movement, but there's a lot of Stardew Valley elements where they say, okay, here's the island. I'm the mayor. My daughter's sick. Please don't forget about my daughter. Uh, but let's introduce you to the town people. So you, you have like a cutscene where you walk over, you go in the bar, everybody kind of airs their grievances, you get to know people in the bar, um, you, uh, then the mayor takes you to your home, this dilapidated, so the owner, the other owner walked away a long time ago, so it's all yours, um, I was like, cool, 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 uh, and then they allow you to, uh, you wake up in the morning, and they give you kind of a tutorial of like, you know, you can sleep, uh, you know, you have a dog, which is cool. He has an aviator goggles on his head, which is kind of neat. You can name the dog whatever you want. You can name your character whatever you want. Um, I didn't really mess around with a lot of the character creator functions. I just went through them once. There's some pretty good options, but it doesn't look like it's multiplayer. It's all single player. So um, it was fun. Once you actually get to play the game, it's pretty neat. There is, um, 
what was I going to say? There is uh, in your house. It looks like there's things that, like everything's broken and gross looking, and I think you have to upgrade them. You have to get materials to do that. They kind of mix Stardew Valley, but what I like about this is there's a lot of gathering sims out there. You know, a lot of like get enough wood, get enough this. You're actually trying to help people on this, so you're you're actually trying to find herbs in the environment that glow. You have three different tools that you can upgrade. Like a lot of these games, you harvest those things. Uh, you can go to a place which I didn't write the name down, but there's a shop in town. There's an overworld map like Stardew Valley, so you can kind of look, move the cursor where you want to move. Like, I got to go to this person's house. You can, it looks like, drop a pin in where you want to go. Um, if I was doing that right, uh, they mark you have objectives. So, one of the, uh, you meet this ranger called Forest, which I thought was ridiculous but funny. And uh, he's like, hey, I give you a gift, which he gives you like a health potion. Because there is like weird baddies in the woods, a little bit like Stardew Valley. There's like some slimes and some weird mushroom creatures that just dance around that look insane. But you have an axe. Um, you start with an axe, a sickle, and a, um, a hammer to break rocks. Obviously, sickle to harvest herbs and an axe to cut down trees to get wood. And you can upgrade all this stuff, make it better. But I did like the movement. It was good. It looks really fun. It's very in-depth. You can tell there's a lot of screens, the items you get. They have descriptions on items. I got a dandelion and had a a journal entry for that. There's just a lot to do in the game, and it looks incredibly uh, cool. It would be great if it came to, like, Game Pass or this. It's, it's, you know, I always hear about people talk about cool Switch games, and I think that um, this is definitely something that would be really cool in the Switch. Um... Again, I don't know how much about Death and Dying this has to do, but again, in most of these games, uh, you're just gathering stuff to gather stuff, but in this town, you come to actually help people and be a healer, which I thought was an interesting take on uh, this kind of like gathering genre or life sim, whatever. You know, um, that's called Potion Permit. Uh, again, there's a demo, you can play it. Um, it was, looked pretty involved. It was kind of like um, How to Say Goodbye a little bit, where I just didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to um, play that much because I was really enjoying it. And it's one of those things where I don't want to play like four hours of something and then have to play four hours of it again. Um, There was no info on whether the demo transferred over into the main game. So anyway, I think those are two of the good games I'm trying to think that I actually played. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, Oh, there's one called Torin. I hope I'm saying that right. I think the cursive is written in... Uh, or the, the, the script is written in cursive, so it's hard to read. But you're basically an eagle flying through the clouds and everything, and it's like third person, so the camera's behind you. It just looks really cool and dynamic and like one of those chill games that you would just play on a Sunday morning to just relax. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, the Spirit and the Mouse. My wife liked this one and uh, played it for a little bit, but I'll probably talk to her next week because there's a bunch of games we're playing uh, together that uh, we'll talk about next week and probably go over uh, on the podcast then to get her impressions on that because she played that a little bit. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, Unknown Planet was another one that looked good. It looked like you're trying to like build up an actual civilization on a planet. And um, there is a demo, but I couldn't... Maybe I, maybe I was looking at the wrong place. But that's kind of like what the direct was for me. I always like wholesome games because, again, uh, like I said with Potion Permit... A lot of these games talk about, like, you know, normal games are all about shooting, objectives, stuff like that. And there's a lot of life-gathering sims, you know. Even Animal Crossing, you know, the little bit that I played of Animal Crossing, uh, I played it on the 3DS. Um, I think it was um, New Leaf. A lot of it is the chill vibe to gather to, 
Uh, and um, I play Stardew, same thing. There's a lot of activities in Stardew for, for you to do that just don't involve killing. You don't have to go after the slimes in that game. You can go get wood. You can go do this. You can, uh, like my wife, like fix the theater in the town. That's all really good. But I think with Potion Permit, what stood out again was that you're actually trying to make a difference in town and help people. And I thought, wow, that's kind of a cool, neat idea. And I wish um, more games did that. And of course, how to say goodbye. Uh, the moment you tie your game, that I'm going to look at it for the pod. And I will say, I really did like the puzzles. And at the time of me playing the demo, the little bit that I had, it wasn't as sad. It was just a little bittersweet, which I'm way better with than being sad. I'm trying to think of what else. Um, I think that's about it. Again, if you see anything, uh, if you go to Wholesome Games, you can watch the direct. It's about an hour long. Uh, or you can just go to Wholesome Direct 2022. See the tiles for the games you want to look at. Kind of look through them, read the descriptions, click on them, and uh, you know, wishlist them if they look good, stuff like that. So um, yeah, that was like my really quick impressions of the Wholesome Direct uh, 2022. I hope you guys have a good week. But uh, before we go, I want to remind you that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamewithgrief.com. Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there, leave a comment, let me know anything of the show. Or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Write me a, an email, leave me a comment. If there's a game you want me to review, you can do that. Let me know what you think of the show there as well. You can subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, or Spotify. Go to those places, find it. And uh, when this goes up on Monday, every past episode from 100 to, well, this one, so 162, those will all be on YouTube in audio form. So you can go there and just listen to the pod if that's the way you want to listen to the pod. So I think with that... Thanks for listening, guys. A little bit of a shorter episode, not my shortest episode as I've been going through putting them on YouTube. But uh, you guys have a good week, and I will talk to you again next week. Bye.